from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, March 12th. I'm Marco Werman. Israel seals the West Bank. Crossing points are closed for 48 hours as tensions run high. For foreigners trying to do business in the West Bank, it's always hard to get the right Israeli visa. I still don't have a work visa. The visa that I was given states on it in large letters, not permitted to work. And later, a politician in Britain who used to direct porn movies. Now she's running for parliament. I'm being very honest about what I've done for 12 years, so I was very upfront about that. First, the news. BBC News with Marion Marshall. Pakistani police say suicide attackers have detonated two bombs in the city of Lahore, killing 45 people. About 100 others were wounded in the blasts, which happened within seconds of each other and appeared to target vehicles of the Pakistani military. A series of five small blasts were heard hours later in another part of the city, causing panic, as our correspondent in Pakistan, Ali Makbul, explains. Perhaps today people are very much on edge because of what happened this morning. But you find that people are on edge for a few hours or a couple of days after a blast and then suddenly uh, they get back to normal life and then uh, the next blast happens and the cycle starts again and people don't even have time to reflect. I mean, they're becoming numbers now. Even we talked about 45 people. Of course, those are 45 families we're talking about. But, you know, even the media, the newspapers don't have a chance really to reflect on what that means because the next blast just seems to be around the corner. A report on the collapse of the American investment bank Lehman Brothers has found that it disguised its true financial position and had been insolvent for weeks before it filed for bankruptcy in September 2008, helping to trigger the global financial crisis. Investigators, appointed by an American court, said the bank used misleading accounting to make it appear stronger than it was. The BBC's business editor Robert Peston has more. Lehman Brothers might well have collapsed earlier than it did if the full extent of its loans and investments had been in the public domain. So it's highly embarrassing for the global auditing firm Ernst & Young that the examiner says it's liable to claims for damages because of its alleged failure to question and challenge improper disclosures by Lehman. And the examiner also says claims can be made against Dick Fuld, Lehman's erstwhile chairman, and a trio of its former chief financial officers. Russia and India have signed an agreement for the construction of 16 new nuclear reactors for civil energy use in India. The announcement came during a visit to Delhi by the Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin. The two sides also finalised India's purchase of a Russian aircraft carrier. The chairman of Iraq's Electoral Commission, Faraj al-Haidari, has rejected allegations of fraud in the country's recent parliamentary elections. The main coalition challenging the Prime Minister, Nouri al-Maliki, said the irregularities happened during vote counting. From Baghdad, Andrew North reports. So far, partial results have only been announced for seven of Iraq's 18 provinces, almost a week since the election. The incumbent, Nouri al-Maliki, is leading in three of them, with his main challenger, the former Prime Minister, Ayad Alawi, ahead in two. But the delay has helped fuel suspicions of fraud with specific allegations being made by Mr Alawi's representatives. But Faraj al-Haidari, the chairman of Iraq's Electoral Commission, said they've not shown him any evidence. Andrew North, World News from the BBC. 
The U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has sharply criticized Israel's recent decision to build new settlements in occupied East Jerusalem. Mrs. Clinton told the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in a telephone conversation that the move was deeply negative for U.S.-Israeli relations and undermined trust in the peace process. Police in Buenos Aires have arrested the head of customs at Argentina's main international airport after finding hundreds of thousands of dollars hidden in a safe and shoeboxes at his home. The customs chief, Carlos Michetti, is also a director of one of Argentina's main football clubs, Boca Juniors. From the Argentine capital, Candace Peart reports. Mr Michetti was arrested in a dawn raid at his home. He's alleged to have been running a smuggling operation at the country's main airport of Ezeiza, 35 kilometres outside Buenos Aires. The operation was discovered when a judge who'd been investigating groups of Chinese people being smuggled into the country...